This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. So this week on Waze, Callum has annoyed Jessica. Oh no. You referred to one of my all-time favourite actors, Owen Wilson, as the wow guy. (laughs) He's there voicing a character on a movie. Marmaduke, the dog Marmaduke. And I was like, who's that guy's voice? It's so familiar. And it was really annoying me because Owen Wilson was one of my favourite actors. So I was like, who is that guy? Couldn't figure it out. And then my mother was like, oh, it's Owen Wilson. And Callum was like, is that the wow guy? So if you don't know what I'm on about, it's it's that meme of the guy that keeps going, wow. Yeah, because in all of his movies, Owen Wilson's just like, wow. But he doesn't sound like Owen Wilson in Marmaduke. He sounds exactly like himself in Marmaduke. Okay, so why is he your favourite actor? Well, he's just, he's really good at things. He just, he does a great job every single time. He's one of those actors where, if I was to see he had a new movie coming out, then I would go to the cinema just because I'd be like, I like Owen Wilson. I've never known anyone admit to being an Owen Wilson fan. What? He's fantastic. He just doesn't... He doesn't strike me as one of those people in the lines of, like, a DiCaprio or a Hanks. Owen Wilson. Yeah, but, come on. You, me and Dupree. Never seen it. Brilliant movie. Drillbit Taylor. Never seen it. We watched it together. No, we haven't. Yes, we did. We have not seen that film. It's the film where he goes and trains a load of kids and he's, like, a homeless guy. No, we've not seen that. We have. We haven't. (laughs) Well, I remember going to the cinema when I was like 12 and I was like so obsessed with the film and I think I went and saw it a second time. And I'm sure last year I went, oh my God, I love that film and then we ended up watching it. We've not seen it. Amazing film. Cars. Who is he in Cars? Lightning McQueen. Is he? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like he's the main character. He's the guy. He's He's the car. Yeah. I'm sorry for referring to Owen Wilson as the wow guy, but that's, in my head, that's all I can imagine him has. It's just such a major insult. It's like if I just called you, like, the English guy. That's what people call me anyway. Yeah, and it's such an insult, because <laughs> who wants to be known as English? <laughs> wow. This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. So this week's What Would You Do If question is, what would you do if you found a load of money? Very vague. Now, it was originally going to be, what would you do if you found a million euro? But I don't think anyone's ever lost a million euro to find. So we're just going to call it, if you found a load of money. Since day one of the podcast, Callum has always wanted to do an episode about getting lots of money. It was always, what would you do if you won the lotto? That's still coming along. Yeah, when you eventually find someone to talk to about what they did when they won the lotto. So imagine this. You're walking along the street or you're in a shop or something and you find maybe 500 quid on the floor. What would you do? 500 euro? Uh... No, it could be in a wallet. It could be in an envelope. It could be anything. It wouldn't just be like a stack of 500 on its own. I think I would take it to the Gardaí. Okay. And I'd be like, sorry, I found this money. Um, if anyone comes to you looking for it, here it is. I think I'm a nice person. Who you would think do you'd that. be honest? Yeah. Now, it's easy to say that in an environment where you're not in that position. But I think if you're in that position, 
you kind of could be swayed to be like, they've lost it. They're not really going to come back for it, are they? If I lost 500 euro, I'd be devastated though. So I don't like the idea of someone else being in that position. 500 euro is like a week's worth of wages. It is a lot of money to a lot of people. And I think you would go looking for it, yeah. But it could be loads of places where you've been. It could be impossible to find. Uh, Callum, have you forgotten we're in the middle of a lockdown? How many places are you going? (laughs) But in normal times... Yeah, pre-pandemic. It could be, like, on a day-to-day or a week-to-week basis, you could be in, like, a hundred different places. And you have to retrace your steps. You could have lost it on the street. You're never going to find it again on the street. I don't know what you're on about with going all these different places and being like, oh, no, you'd have to search so many places. Like, if I lost 500 euro, I would search everywhere. Like, did you see how upset I got earlier when I couldn't find my AirPods? And they were under my pillow for some reason. <laughs> they weren't, I lied. <laughs> what? I told Callum that my AirPods were under my pillow, but actually they were in my bag. I feel like, for me, I do two things. If I found the money in a shop or somewhere with CCTV, I'd hand it in. Mm-hmm. But if I found it on the street, I might take it. See, with the shop, I would be hesitant because what if the people in the shop who work there took it? Like, if you hand it in to some poor retail staff who's not paid a lot, then why wouldn't they just take it? Because... And I worked in retail and and you worked in retail as well. You're kind of under, if something is handed to you, it's your duty to log it as lost property and put it away. Most shops have CCTV. So if I am giving over money, it's going to be captured on CCTV. I can't just put it in the pocket. You just knocked a bag on the ground. And then when you're bending down to pick it up, you stick some in your sleeve. I would be too trusting of the staff in the shop to be like, they're going to steal it. We had an official lost property thing at Tesco. Once you had lost property, once you handed it in, you had to log it on the system and write it in the form and then put it in the cash office for 28 days. And if it was money, then it'd be donated to charity. Or if it was product, it was sent to a charity shop or something. Yeah, in the shop that I worked in, that didn't exist. It was just kind of a little area in the back where it was called Lost and Found. Yeah. And you would just kind of go into the back knowing nothing was handed in to Lost and Found and you would have a look and be come back and be like, sorry, I searched everywhere and I just couldn't find it. But like, there was no Lost and Found. It was like just a little pile. <laughs> like, like it didn't exist. There wasn't a specific place for it. Yeah. Are you sure you'd be that honest and just hand it in, no matter where you were? I'd hand it into the guardie because after a certain amount of time, you get it back if it's not claimed. Okay. So if I hand it to a shopkeeper, like, I'm never going to get that back if it's not claimed. So it's just going to be donated to charity or whatever. But if I hand it to the guardie, then they'll hold on to it for, say, like a year. And then if nobody comes along and says... I have lost this amount of money, blah, blah, blah. Then you just get it. So you'd rather get the money yourself than give it to charity. That's what you're saying. Who wouldn't rather get the 500 euro themselves than give it to charity? When was the last time that you donated to charity, Colin? Christmas. What charity? The zoo. So you mean the Christmas present you bought me? 
Yeah, but it was a 50 quid donation. Uh, but no, I would take the money if it was on the street, if it was just flying around, like just in the corner. And if it was in an envelope, if it was in a wallet, then I'd try and return it. Now, you see, if you saw a plastic bag there. Yeah. On the ground, on the street, would you go over to it and approach it? Thinking there could be money in it. No, I'd have to see the money. So what? There'd if... have to be like a twenty quid sticking out or something. Okay, yeah. Because I'm always afraid to go up to bags in case there's like chopped up bits of dead bodies yeah. and stuff. Well, there's a story for you in that. Even if it isn't money, you found like a head in a bag or something. Yeah, and then the amount of trauma that you'd have. But still, a cool story. No, it's not cool. It's trauma. PTSD. I would, I would be worried though if it was in an enclosed space that someone would see me pick up some money, put it in my back pocket, and then come and chase me or whatever. You know what? Something's happened to people in my family a few times now. That's a bit weird. So when my mother was in Florida, I think it was my mother anyway. A couple more of my aunts. They dropped some money and then someone, like, they're literally bending down to pick it up and someone next to them picked it up and tried to take it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just, like, rob it? Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, and then um, when they're, like, taking money out of ATMs and stuff, I remember my mother, like, was walking away from the ATM and then she turned around and went to take her money. She was like, oh, I forgot my money. And the person behind her had already gone up to the ATM and taken it. And she was like, that's mine. And they're like... Oh, yeah. And they weren't going to tell her. They were just going to take it, even though she was right there. That's mad. I know. Would you do that? No, because I know after a while the ATMs take the money back. I could take the money, but I would tell the person that they left the money in the machine. I did that once when I was working at Tesco. What's the most amount of money you found and kept? Probably a fiver. You? I think probably a tenner. Just like on the street. Mm. I have to say fair play to someone in work. Now, I don't think I would have done this. I don't know. Maybe I would have because I like the people who I work with. But, uh, and it was only a few weeks back. Uh, we were doing the show and there was a, an all staff email that went around uh, from a guy called Jeremy. And he said, someone's dropped a tenner in the toilet. Come and claim it if it's yours. And it was mine. No way. And I very rarely carry cash, but it was because I'd done something for work had to pick up the receipt, take it to accounts, and they were giving the money back, patty cash. And I didn't know it was gone until the email went round. I checked my I checked my jeans, and it wasn't there. And I went to him and said, it's mine. Like, how do you prove that lost money is yours? It could be, Anyone could have gone up to him and said, I lost it. See, if I was him, I would have said, someone has lost money, and then not said the specific uh... amount, and then... If someone goes up to you and says, I'm after losing a tenner and you have a tenner, you go, oh yeah, that must be theirs because they knew the amount. Yeah. So before we tell you what you should do if you found loads of money, maybe you found a fiver on the street, why don't you put that fiver towards Headstuff Plus? So it's only a fiver a month to join the Headstuff Plus community and you can support up to three shows with that money, but you get bonus content from all of the shows across the Headstuff Podcast Network. You can listen to our bonus episodes plus all our regular ones over at headstuffpodcast.com plus other great podcasts like Fail Harder. Hello, I'm Emma Jane from Fail Harder, the podcast that chats to people at the top of their game about failure from their first memory of failure to how they cope with it now. I have some unbelievable guests on the show like Paul Meskel, James Cavanagh, 
Madonna, Georgina Campbell, the list just goes on. And of course, we'd be mad to take failure too seriously, so every week I have 20 questions in front of me numbered at random. Most are straightforward, however, some are a little more unconventional, and in the spirit of failure, my guest can pick the numbers. They might not like the results, but life's not fair and neither is my podcast. So I found this on the journal's website. It's from 2014, but I think it suits the podcast quite well. They did a poll on their website saying, what would you do if, it's basically the podcast, you found a money-filled wallet? So they gave four options and it'd be like a wallet that you found on the street. Okay, so what are the options? So it's give it to the guardie, make your own efforts to find the owner, keep the money and leave it there for someone else to deal with. What do you think came out on top? I would say probably give it to the Gardaí or else try and find the owner yourself. Because I think leaving it there for someone else is going to be the bottom option. You're very wrong. Well, you're kind of right, kind of wrong. Leave it there did come bottom at 8%. Then in third, it was give it to the Gardaí with 12%. Oh. 39% of people said they would keep the money. And 40% of people said that they would make their own efforts to find the owner. See, it depends on how much information is in the wallet. Like, before, I found, like, bus passes and stuff like that. And I found the person on Facebook. And I've said, hey, I found your bus pass. I'm dropping it into whatever station. Like, the nearest dark station. And I think that's fair enough. But if it's just a wallet of money and there's no idea or anything in it, like, how are you meant to find that person? Yeah, you probably have to give it to the guardie by then. Yeah. You'd assume, though, a lot of people would have some sort of photo ID in the wallet, or if they had a bank card, you could take it to the bank and then they could get in touch because they'd be able to track via the sort code or something. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. There was actually another thing on the website there as well, and it was all to do with money-filled wallets and what would you do if you found it in the street uh, they dropped five wallets on the north side and five wallets on the south side and they did a study of who returned those wallets and who kept them oh no you say oh no the north side came out on top on this one yes i knew that was gonna happen in the north side of dublin four out of the five wallets were returned to the owner in the south side of Dublin, only three out of the five wallets were returned to the owner. See, I was kind of thinking there to myself, oh no, if the wrong people find these wallets, the north side's going to get really bad name for itself. But then I was thinking, there's so many people on the north side that want to prove themselves as good people <laughs> that I think we've got a better shot. And I'm really proud of my fellow north siders. So what should you do if you find a load of money? Well, it's a bit different this week in the podcast because I am on day eight now of working. So Callum has taken the reins. He is going to be doing the research and he's going to be telling us what you should do in the podcast this week. So you shouldn't keep the money. (laughs) You're right into this. You shouldn't keep the money. Yes, because... A British woman called Nicole Bailey was handed a six-month conditional jail sentence and charged £175 when she decided to keep £20 from the shop. (gasps) No way. So, the judge from her case said, People don't realise picking up something that you have found amounts to a theft. She has been quite naive in doing so. So it's a crime. So she found £20 in the shop. 
she took it yes now what happened after that did the person come back did the shop owner see her what happened you so need to give us more details the here. person so the person dropped 20 quid in the shop they left they carried on about their day then they realized oh no I've lost 20 quid. In the meantime, this Nicole woman has picked the 20 quid up and left and taken it. They then returned to the shop, said to the shopkeeper, I've lost 20 pounds. Can you help me? I think I lost it in the shop. They looked on the CCTV. They saw that your woman picked it up and went off with it. They then subsequently went to the police and arrested her. Absolutely serves her right. So the crime is called theft by finding. Mm. Meaning that if you find a wad of cash in the street and don't try and return it to its owner by handing it into the shop or to the police, you're as guilty of theft. So it serves her right. I'm delighted that she got a fine that was so much more than just keeping the money. Because why would you do that? And she would have got a criminal record for that as well. Oh my gosh. Now, I don't think she served this jail term because it was a conditional discharge, so... Like, six months in prison for picking up 20 quid is a lot now. Ah, but you need to make a show for some people. You need to just prove people. But that's why the £175, that's how it was 20, 40, that's a lot more times. That's almost nine times. Yeah. Yeah. There's two kind of instances where money can be lost and found and returned. The first one, we kind of touched on it earlier, if you find it in a cash point. Now, we both said that we would take the money and give it to the person and be like, hey, you lost this or let the cash point swallow it. But if you find money in a cash point, the bank say if it's attached to one of our banks, the money should be handed in to the bank because they can see the transaction time and kind of the account details and everything so they can get it credited back. So this is an ATM that's on the outside of a bank. Or yeah, in or the inside the bank. Yeah, okay. The best thing to do is to let the cash point take the money back in because you're not handling the cash. The money goes back into the machine. The customer's account isn't charged. So how long would it take for the money to go back into the ATM? So the majority of cash points are 30 seconds. So it does seem like quite a lot of time. Yeah, 30 seconds is ages. But... If you're the next person in the queue, just wait for it to go. It's going to go. Just don't worry about the line being held up. Yeah, but if you're the next person in the queue, would you not just take the money and call the person back? Like, they're not going to be gone that far. It all depends if you want to handle that money or not. Because if it's a large sum of money, what's them going to turn around and say, hold on, you've taken some of that money. You're safer off just not touching it whatsoever. Yeah. That's a fair point, I suppose. Thank you. If you do want to take the cash, though, Mm. because some people might want to, then you should take it to the police. Don't take it to the shop. Take it to the police, because then you can give them a location of what the cash point was, the amount of... If it comes with a receipt, even better, because then that gives you a value of how much money was at the time. But don't dither and don't wait. Take it as soon as you can, because the police would be like... You've been holding on for this for three days. Why have you got it for three days? Just take it as soon as you can. Okay, so imagine you have found money. Yeah. You've brought it into the police station within a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. What do the police or the guardie do after that? So, and this applies for the UK, but I would assume it's kind of the general rule of thumb in a lot of places. Uh, If you're taking cash or anything else really lost to a police station, you normally have to wait 28 days until you could go back and say... Did anyone come and claim that? And Because they would give you a reference number when you hand it in. And they could give it to you back. Only 28 days? Yeah, so like a, like a month. That's mental, isn't it? 
Now, the 28 days, you might go back and they could be like, actually, no, we're going to keep hold of it because it could be something that could be used in evidence for something. So, it's all down to the police's discretion. Now, if I went into the police station today and I said, did anyone find a pair of AirPods? And they had a pair of AirPods. Do you think they would just give them to me? I would say that they would ask you a lot of questions on what would be on the AirPods. Where did you lose them? When did you lose them? Oh, I just want free AirPods. And if they were very tech savvy, they could see if they synced up with your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know how tech savvy Agardi are, but if I was a member of the police force, that would be my first thing. If you open the phone, does it come up with Jessica's AirPods? That's really clever. Maybe you should be a policeman. Don't think I'd like to do that. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe in another life. Sorry we missed last week, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had no podcast last week because I was busy working with the new job. Almost had no podcast this week because I've spent the last nine days talking nonstop and my throat was really sore. You sent me a text this morning being like, ah, my tongue is cracked or whatever. Yeah, my throat is really, really sore. Like, every word is painful. So I hope this podcast is worthwhile for the listener because if not, I've just put myself through a lot of pain for no reason. To summarise, and this could save 20 minutes worth of podcast here, if you find some money on the floor, give it to the police. Yeah. Because otherwise the police are going to be after you. Yeah. And we don't want to scare you. But finders keepers, that's not a thing anymore. Hand it in. Well, it depends on what you find. <laughs> if you find a pen. <laughs> hand it in. No, I don't think so. If you find a mug of tea, hand it in. I take people's pens all the time. People re- take my pens. I'm going to report you to the cards. Okay, you do that. There'll be no podcast next week because Jess has been arrested. I can't wait to see you visiting me in jail. <laughs> to record the podcast. Do you think they'd let us record the podcast in prison? Mm, maybe if we could, like, get a sponsorship deal with the Gardaí. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by your local Gardaí. <laughs> This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.